Hey you guys, I'm Christelle Saudi and this is the Fashion Design Hub where we share stories of amazing women, their self-care journey, and how they design their lives to live a life of purpose. My mission is to help and inspire fellow women to take care of ourselves. A lot of women often find themselves too busy to give themselves a break. Some women don't even realize that they are already tired until they break down one day because of exhaustion. This podcast is here with new episodes every Tuesday to remind everyone to pause and take a break. So join me every Tuesdays to choose this day to choose ourselves. Hey you guys, this is my episode zero and basically this is the first episode so go easy on me, okay? Seriously guys, I just want to thank those who are listening right now and I hope that you do get a lesson or two from this episode. I want to share what inspired me to push through with this passion project. As I record this today, I have a full-time job and this pandemic got me thinking, what? can I do for the world to somehow matter to be able to help anyone in my own ways I want to reach out to every woman who may be experiencing what I went through in the past or to anyone actually who's listening in or to anyone actually who may be in a similar situation like I had see Five years ago, I had Bell's Palsy. To those who know what Bell's Palsy is, I know, I know, it's not a matter of life and death. But when I had it, I got really sad. It destroyed my self-confidence. This happened a week before I gave birth to my daughter. Imagine the shock. I thought I was having a stroke. So one morning, I was brushing my teeth, then suddenly, I just couldn't gargle the water properly. The water just kept squirting out of my mouth and I just couldn't control it. Luckily, my husband was still at home preparing to go to the office and then we decided to go to the hospital because we didn't know what was happening. On our way to the ER, my husband was asking me to do the stroke test. I'm not sure what it's called, but you know, it's like a series of hand gestures that you need to do to check whether you are having a stroke or not. When we were at the ER, I was prioritized because I was pregnant. And so I was assigned a doctor right away. And to cut the long story short, The doctors confirmed it wasn't a stroke. It was Bell's palsy. And I had to go to my OB and to my internist for clearance on the medicine because I had to take steroids. And apart from that, I really had to go to my doctors because I had gestational diabetes at the time. So during the course of my pregnancy, I was sick the whole time. For the first four or five months, I had hyperemesis gravidarum. If you want to check on Google, Kate Middleton had this too. So that's just for reference. 
Then on the sixth month, I had gestational diabetes, despite not being able to eat for five months. I had to monitor my blood sugar levels before and after meals. And I always had that blood sugar test kit with me wherever I went. So you know that kit where you had to prick your one of your fingers to get that blood sugar level? I always had to do that before and after meals. And then at nighttime, I also had to inject insulin before I went to bed. And then three weeks before my due date, I got admitted to the hospital because my fluid levels were low. So we had to increase the fluid through IV. And then lastly, I had Bell's palsy a week before I gave birth. To those who don't know what it is, it's an unexplained episode of facial muscle weakness or paralysis that begins so suddenly and it worsens over 3 to 5 days. According to Google, this condition results from damage to the 7th facial cranial nerve and pain and discomfort usually occurs on one side of the face or head. Again, just for reference, you can Google Angelina Jolie who had this too and in local show business, it was Bernadette Sembrano and Angelou de Leon. The part where it says it's painful on the third to fifth day is actually true. So I think it was on the fifth day when I gave birth to my daughter and I experienced so much pain after giving birth, well apart from giving birth itself. The left part of my face was so painful and I was on painkillers the whole time. I couldn't eat properly and drink properly. I had to drink using a straw so I could drink with the right part of my mouth. And I also had to cover my left eye to prevent it from drying up because, you know, I couldn't blink. Emotionally, I wasn't okay. I developed unproductive habits over the course of three months. I didn't want to meet up with friends. I didn't want to be in pictures, even though I really wanted to be in pictures with my daughter. But, you know, I, I wanted to smile, but I couldn't. So I chose not to be in pictures. So that went on for a couple of months. It took three months of medication and therapy before I had the first twitch on my eyebrow. Then after another week, my nose, and then my mouth. And then eventually being able to move, but it was like I had to train the nerves again. It was a low moment for me. So I mentioned I developed unproductive and they are also destructive habits in one way or another. I lost my self-confidence, I didn't want to go out, I didn't want to mingle, I didn't want to socialize. All of this happened while I was on maternity leave, so luckily, when I went back to the office, my face was already moving. But it took me some time to regain the confidence back, and this was the start of multiple epiphanies, you know, that I had to take care of myself. But for the most part, I ignored them. Instead, I focused on my kid 
I vowed to take care of her. Name it. I read a lot about gut health, about the right kind of food to feed her. So I fed her all organic. Her first food was ampalaya. Organic ampalaya, to be specific. Or in English, it's called bitter gourd. I only allowed her to eat sweets probably when she was three. When she turned three, if I remember correctly. And since I studied a lot about this, I now know the benefits. And this still holds true. We still try to keep her healthy. And the benefits of that is that she doesn't refuse to eat vegetables. Except if she, you know, she doesn't like the texture like the squishy ones as how she calls it. My daughter was purely breastfed and we used cloth diapers exclusively. Imagine how many hours it would take me to get the cloth diapers washed. And at the same time, I was working full time. At work, I was mindful of my lactation breaks because I had to pump so I can leave something for my kid the following day. But while I was taking care of her, I reached the point of exhaustion. It was something that shopping couldn't fix. No amount of massage sessions could address the issue. I realized I wasn't taking care of myself. We didn't get a yaya or a helper because of scary stories around in the internet. Luckily, my mom agreed to take care of her first grandchild while my husband and I went to work and earned money. But of course, babies grow up so quickly. And that's when we decided our daughter had to go to daycare at an early age of two. Fortunately, we do have these services in the Philippines already where we would leave our kid in the morning and pick them up in the evening or afternoon at work, after work. But even that setup was challenging because sometimes I would get last minute meeting invites which I couldn't say no to and I had to extend at work, which would mean I would have to pick my kid up later than usual and I had to pay an additional fee in the daycare which was an additional cost for the household budget and this was the point where I realized nobody told me parenting was hard no parent ever told their kid right in front of their faces that parenting was hard it was like an open secret and that made me love more those who took care of me. I'm super grateful to them for the time, effort, and self-sacrifice. But that was also the time I thought to myself, there must be another way of doing it. At the time, I really felt that 24 hours was simply not enough. I was exhausted. I ignored the signs. I thought I was a superwoman. I am a supermom, 
And I'm sure that a lot of mom listeners can relate to this. We do feel that we are superwoman, right? Because we are. And that was when I thought I wasn't at my best condition. You know, if I was a car, I had to get a periodic maintenance. Or if I was a phone or an iPhone, I may need a new operating system. But it wasn't those things. But if those things need maintenance, a human needs that too. I realized I was operating in an old version. I couldn't keep up with the new demand. Having a baby, being a wife, being a leader at work. So I said that's it. I made a decision to change. To upgrade myself. To let go of a lot of things that were no longer needed for the new version. For the new version of Christelle to operate at the current situation. So from mindset to diet to letting go of unproductive habits. It was basically an overhaul of my autopilot programming. And so I invested in myself. I invested in coaches who can help me reach my goals and to know myself better. How can I better take care of myself so that I can take care and give more to my family and my teams at work? It wasn't an easy journey. It was a painful process because most of the things I had to let go and to change were the things that I have been doing all 30 plus years of my life. I'm truly grateful for my daughter because she taught me a lot of things and my makeover was a result of all the painful struggles that I experienced from conception to birth. Maybe I was sick the whole time because pre-conception, I was not even healthy to begin with. I was a workaholic career woman who was married to her job eating food from the vento, not taking full breaks, transforming mid-shifts to night shifts, and operating at low levels of sleep and high dose of caffeine and chocolates and alcohol on weekends. Maybe that was the cause of my previous lifestyle, and I am fortunate to have realized that early on. My goal now? I want to live long enough to take care of my future grandkids. But trust me, I'm not even ready for that yet. Nor am I ready to have a seven-year-old. She's just five and I want to enjoy this moment with her. One of the greatest lessons that I found is that you have to start within yourself. You cannot pour from an empty cup, even if you badly want to. If you are not ready, you might break down. But that's the beauty of it. Sometimes we really have to experience that breakdown. And it's okay. It's not something that we can avoid most of the time. Because that's the beauty of human experience. We have different stories. We don't really know what we are doing. For the most part. But if you know what you want and what you want to achieve, 
then what we perceived as failure in the past becomes a fun experience as we grow and get nearer to our to-be state as what I love to call it. And if you focus on yourself first, if you prepare yourself, you will undoubtedly achieve what your heart truly desires, just like how I did it. I don't know what this podcast is going to go through, to be honest, but I know and I'm very clear about what I want to happen, to inspire as many people as I can and help them design their best lives. If you are still there listening up to this moment, thanks for hanging in there. I really do hope that this is helping you in some ways. And before we end this episode, I want to leave you with this quote from Bob Proctor, which totally changed my life last year. And this is how it goes. If I want to be free, I've got to be me. Not the me you think I should be. Not the me I think my wife thinks I should be. Not the me I think my kids think I should be. If I want to be free, I've got to be me, so I better know who me is. And so whatever stage you are in right now, don't be afraid to give time for yourself. Don't be afraid to prioritize yourself. Starting with yourself is the first step in achieving what you want. I believe that every woman has her own unique story to tell. Something that can inspire those who are listening. Something that can help that person whatever she's doing. You may be traversing a busy road on your way home or washing the dishes or putting your kid to bed or folding a mountain of laundry. I hope that this podcast gives you inspiration and encouragement. I hope that this helps you get through difficult situations. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Passion Design Hub. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to receive updates and fresh episodes every Tuesdays. Don't forget to download your free Passion Design Hub checklist at crystalsaudi.com. See you!